Thank you, Mr. Chairman. I want to join the chair in welcoming our new uh, trustees to the board. We're delighted to have you and also congratulate the new members of the University Construction Fund. We'll value your wise counsel. This is a um, full meeting, but I can't let the June meeting pass without saying a few words about the commencement season that just passed. Commencement's one of the best moments of the life of the university, and I know many of you had an opportunity to participate this year. I had the opportunity to participate in four, Hunter, Lehman, Bronx, and Medgar Evers. At this pace, uh, in six years, I will have uh, done each of the commencement ceremonies. Uh, each one had moving speeches by students and terrific keynote speakers and remarkable success stories. <laughs> it's impossible to attend a commencement ceremony, and especially one at CUNY, without being moved by the many stories of personal drama and inspiration. I know the moments, like the ones I witnessed, were repeated across each of our campuses, so I want to say thank you to the presidents, to their faculty, uh, and their staff who made these moments possible. Our last Board of Trustee meeting took place the very day before we hosted a reception for CUNY's Dream U.S. Scholarship winners. At that reception, honoring the over 300 Dream U.S. students and their families, founder of the foundation Don Graham and New York philanthropist Bill Ackman were so moved by our students and the opportunity that they represented that these two individuals pledged an additional $30 million in scholarship for Dreamer students across the country. At this point, CUNY moved from 30 scholars last year to 367 for next year, representing about half of all of the Dreamer Scholarships recipients in the country. And it's a remarkable achievement, uh, and I want to thank uh, John Mogulescu, who's on a well-deserved vacation, and his staff, but also especially the college presidents who mobilized their teams and made it possible to uh, uh, help so many students apply for these important scholarships. This is also the uh, end of the budget season, and I'm going to report briefly on the resolution of each of the city and the state budgets. I'm going to start with the city and say at the outset how grateful we are to Mayor de Blasio, to City Council Speaker Melissa Mark Viverito, and the members of the City Council. They've recognized how critical CUNY is to the future of the city and that our students remain the beneficiaries of this consideration. This year's budget is an historic investment by the City of New York, perhaps the best programmatic and systematic investment in CUNY that we have seen. Its effects will be felt for many years to come. The City budget provides $42 million in new funding for a major expansion of the successful Accelerated Study and Associate Programs, ASAP, which will result in the program enrolling 25,000 students by 2019. It's a major investment in CUNY and will help us scale up this nationally highly regarded program. In addition, the city budget agreement provides $17 million for the City Council Merit Scholarship, which will fund the second year of this program and provide financial support for academically qualified students from New York high schools. The university received $1.5 million for an enhanced critical math component of the CUNY START initiative. This investment will provide the opportunity to grow a proven program that addresses college readiness for students who leave 
New York high schools with remediation needs in math. In addition, a million dollars was included to provide free metro cards for Gutman Community College students. As you know, Gutman has many of the elements of the ASAP program, and this addition will add another. The budget also adds, importantly, and in, uh, again, something we'll recognize later this evening, $2.7 million for CUNY Prep, which is an important investment in that necessary program and funds mandatory needs such as pensions and fringe benefits uh, for FY16 and out years. And with respect to capital needs, the city budget includes $20 million for community college critical maintenance in FY19, as well as $41 million for infrastructure and programmatic upgrades at LaGuardia Community College. On the state budget side, for the community colleges, the state budget increases the base aid per student by $100. Uh, so uh, that will raise $8.3 million in state aid additional support for our community colleges. The university received an additional $6.3 million for key academic and student services programs such as SEEK, the Joseph F. Murphy Institute, CUNY Leeds, and an investment uh, in ASAP. CUNY Senior Colleges received an additional $12 million to assist colleges in implementing performance improvement plans. We are now working on plans to use this performance funding strategically, consistent with college performance management plans and college and CUNY strategic planning. The budget also included a requirement for CUNY and SUNY to develop plans for every student to have the opportunity for experiential learning. Following up on the board's resolution at the last meeting, I've appointed a task force chaired by President Jeremy Travis and University Dean Suri Deitch to develop these plans. For capital needs, the state budget provides $103 million for senior college critical maintenance and an additional $55 million for the third installment of CUNY 2020 grant program. And uh, the legislature has proposed a five-year capital plan to formally advance facilities needs for CUNY and SUNY. If signed by the governor, this could provide the framework for significant capital planning for the future. While not a budget item, the state also adopted a new sexual assault law championed by the governor and supported by CUNY. The general counsel's office, particularly Jane Sovereign, worked for a long time to develop a thoughtful, comprehensive plan that was adopted by this board last December. The new law reflects many of the changes implemented under the board's plan, and we will make sure our policies are reconciled with any new requirements. We're deeply grateful to the governor his staff, and to both houses of the legislature for their careful deliberations and high regard for CUNY. With regard to one of our highest priorities, the uh, collective bargaining for uh, an agreement for our faculty and staff, we continue to work with state and city officials to achieve a fair and equitable settlement, and I will keep this board informed of our progress. I've mentioned previously to the board that I believe early childhood education and development needs to be a priority if we're to be effective in raising standards for all our students and preparing them to be successful in college. I've named a CUNY-wide task force chaired by Early Education uh, Professional Development Institute uh, Director Sherry Cleary and Brooklyn College Education Dean April Bedford to develop plans for a deeper CUNY role in education and community capacity building. Uh, the foundation for early childhood is supporting our work. Uh, I want to uh, congratulate President Jeremy Travis, who has, not, has won not one but 
two awards since our last meeting, the 2015 Ellis Island Medal of Honor and the Amelia Betanzos Distinguished Service Award for Service to New York City. Well done, President Travis. I also want to note that Senior Vice Chancellor and Secretary of the Board, Jay Hershenson, was honored by the Chinatown Local Development Corporation. He also received the New York Board of Rabbis 2015 Humanitarian Award on June 2nd and the Visionary Leader Award from the Jewish Community Relations Council on June 16th. We will keep you posted on the regular event of honors for Jay Hershenson. <laughs> I want to add one additional note. Last week was a remarkable time in the history uh, of our country, one element of which was a landmark decision by the U.S. Supreme Court recognizing a constitutional right to marriage for all Americans. This was a cause for celebration yesterday in New York's Pride Parade, where CUNY was well represented by students, faculty, and staff on our very popular float. Uh, in its decision, the court cited an earlier decision, Loving v. Virginia, that struck down state laws prohibiting interracial marriage in 1967. That very significant precedential decision was authored by then Chief Justice Earl Warren. I was reminded this weekend that one amongst us played a key role in that case, Chief Justice Warren's law clerk, a very young Benno Schmidt. <laughs> And I'm going to stop there. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, thank you, Chancellor. Are there uh, comments or questions for the Chancellor on his uh, university uh, report? I think, uh, Mr. Chancellor, you and, and your colleagues, Jay, John Katowski, and many others, deserve a lot of credit for, this, for what the city did, the best the best city budget in the history of the university. And uh, that, I know that took a great deal of work, Jay, uh, uh, on your part and your staff and, and JB and many of the college presidents and, and others. That's a very significant uh, thing. And if we're able to hold to what the legislature did uh, with respect to, among other things, the five-year capital budget, the maintenance of effort, uh, renewal of the of the of the CUNY tuition five-year plan. I mean, it will have it will have if that holds, it will have turned out to be a great year uh, uh, f uh, for us. So we will we will hope that uh, uh, Albany uh, develops well for us in the in the weeks ahead. 